Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Interactive Fiction. Those of you who have been following us for a long time probably remember, let's call it an alternate universe version of this show. For a lot of reasons, we were positive that all of those episodes were lost forever, but thanks to a kind, anonymous friend from Beyond the Void, we now have possession of all of those lost episodes. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be releasing these shows for all of you to listen to. This week features Jeff Pennington, an insanely talented illustrator and prolific podcaster who has been a great friend of the show for years. He has a new podcast out called Bros Before Prose. It's a comedy show where Jeff and his co-host create these wacky, hilarious stories based on listener ideas and prompts. You can check it out on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to follow them on Twitter at Bros Before Prose Pod. That's B4, as in the letter B and the number 4. And, of course, check the show notes for links to everything. Jeff, as always, was so hilarious, and I'm just really excited that you guys get to hear this. So please enjoy Interactive Fiction, The Lost Tapes. Have you got what it takes? Mobius is under threat from the deranged Robotnik. The demented inventor is busy on a master plan building mega robots. Only you and Sonic can stop him. Me and Sonic? I don't play Sonic in this? No, you're just like helping Sonic by rolling dice. <laughs> what the fuck? Page Master Alan Jenkins, and I'm joined by a very special guest today. It is Jeff Pennington of Writer Club Radio and M Class Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Always have to have the what are those called? Klaxons? Oh, klaxons all day long. Klaxons uh, I gotta, forever. I gotta say, two wreck boys. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you were previously on the Trek Boys adventure. Yes, uh, I feel like I was much more um, related to that book choice than this one. Oh, right, I feel like because I kinda today stumbled ass backwards into this one that we're doing today. <laughs> yeah, I just have a bunch of them, and I want to. I want to do some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I did one with Kyle, um, and uh, it was good. Like it worked out really well uh, for the for the format of the show. The but I just like rolling dice. Horrible blue experiments. Yeah, I'm the Doctor Robotnik of this situation. They, your viewers don't even know what book this is yet. You're already referencing it. You referenced it first. Don't even look. There are <laughs> lots of things in this world that are blue. Damn it. <laughs> well, of course, the intro has already played, and we said the word Sonic and Robotnik. Whatever. So everybody knows, Jeff. Everybody knows. Spoilers. This week we're gonna be we're gonna be reading Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure Game Book Number One, Metal City Mayhem Ooh. by James Wallace. James Wallace, my favorite writer. Yeah, writer of such classics as this book, 
and probably, probably some another more Sonic book. ones, I imagine. Yeah. Insert insert other titles here in editing. I'm not going to do that. You're not. <laughs> There's definitely not going to be anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be me saying that and like a sad trombone noise if I decide to edit anything Put in. in. Like a cat screeching noise. <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> you ready to get into some uh, uh, Sonic Speed? Sure. I, I have a long storied history with Sonic the Hedgehog, so... Well, tell, tell me a little bit about that after the uh, the musical break. Would you like to... Would you say you're too slow in a Sonic voice to, to lead us in? You're too slow! Jeff, tell me, tell me about your history with Sonic. I used to be the biggest Sonic the Hedgehog fan that you could ever hope to meet. Like, I mean, I probably not so, as big as me, but you know, I whatever. was so Sonic. huge into Sonic. Like he's all I drew during that time. Me too. Like when I was me a kid, too. he's all I drew. I had a subscription to the Archie Sonic comic. Mm-hmm. I had a subscription to the Archie Knuckles the Echidna comic. Uh huh. I had. Um, Every Pog that had Sonic on it, I, I collected them. Oh, I'm them. so jealous. I wanted those really bad. I had the whole collection. I had every Sonic game. I was so mm-hmm. close to talking my father and mother into purchasing me a Sega Saturn just so I could play Sonic R. Right. And uh, I just loved Sonic so much. Like, I would go on the fucking Sonic message boards and talk about mm-hmm. Sonic all day. Oh and my god, I used some, to do that too. At some point, <laughs> uh, Sonic let me down. <laughs> uh, many points, I feel yes. like. Yes, uh, I, I even like really loved like Sonic Adventure and Sonic mm-hmm. Adventure 2. Like I, oh, I, me too, yeah. Like The poor gameplay in about 70 to 80% of that game didn't bother mm-hmm. me. It was still yeah. Sonic and it was still good to me. However, uh, Sonic Heroes came out. And not only was oh the gameplay... God piss poor but it mm-hmm. was like it was completely made for like a tiny tiny tot child right it's bad and uh, i kind of fell a good off game. the sonic boat and fell i became one of those dickheads that like horribly make fun of sonic and hated mm-hmm. it for a while right i've sort of come around at this point that if you like sonic that's cool but right um, man my, I, sonic mania was great i love that oh my god the game is so good yeah, I wouldn't I, uh, call myself I, a Sonic fan anymore. I like Sonic. I like the games, right. but... I, I still consider myself a Sonic fan just because it was such a huge part of my childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't blame I you. mean, I my first memory is playing Sonic 1. Really? Uh, yeah, I was really young, and my uncle, I believe, let me play the special stages because they didn't think those mattered. In Sonic 1, they didn't. Not really. Uh, you couldn't get yeah, there anything was, for getting all the six Chaos Emeralds. In the- yeah, there was no point to it. So it was like, well, that's fine. But I, I like that's my earliest memory that I can I can think of. Um, loved Sonic for a, like a really long time. Like I like you, it was all I drew for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I learned to draw hands from uh, the Spaz covers. God, that's you know the worst about? way to learn to draw hands. That dude went crazy <laughs> on hands. 
Yeah, like he he drew very very detailed hands, which was weird because they're like wearing gloves, but they the have rest like of the character, yeah, musculature and the glove and shit. Oh, yeah, Spaz is a great artist though. Like I still look back on yeah, his he covers is. and he had a real talent. He was too talented, yeah, for definitely. Them to pay to make the inside of the comic because it cost too much, I guess. So. Right, I I guess except for the Mecha Madness uh, issue. And he also did uh, parts of the uh, end game arc with yes. uh, where, he did, where Sally he dies. He did a pinup on the inside of Hyper Supersonic versus Hyper Knuckles as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Which was actually he was, like he was super my favorite cover artist at the time. Why is that? Because he didn't do pinups inside the comic very often at all. It was right. always somebody else. Uh, anyway, um, Sonic Heroes I didn't like, it, but I kept like holding out hope, like every time that the games would get better. And Shadow the Hedgehog came out. I bought it. I played it. I didn't buy it. I, my parents bought it for me. But and then Sonic 06 came out. Mm-hmm. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And then Sonic Generations came out, and I was like, oh man. Well, Sonic yeah, it got better. Sonic Unleashed. I, I was like, I like half of this game. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah, that was the consensus. On yeah, that one. And then Sonic Colors came out, and I was like, this is all right. The Wisps are a little not awesome, but I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then Sonic Generations came out, and I was like, this is great. They're back on the right track. This is a fun game. Maybe they'll keep doing this. And then Sonic the Lost World came out, and just shattered my my heart <laughs> is the lost world like the sonic boom one or is that like the no. rise of lyric lost uh, lost world is the rise of lyric is not the rise of lyric one it's not, uh, okay. lost world is the one where they tried to do uh, mario galaxy oh yeah yeah it was a whole thing don't ape off of mario <laughs> even though they sort of kind of aped off you a little bit because mario galaxy had like a lot of um similarities to that knuckles level in sonic adventure 2 oh Meteor right yeah Storm or that, that planet one yeah yeah but i mean yeah. that had been done before like right and yeah that's... there's a world that you run around on in yoshi's island Mm-hmm. i think i remember that level it's been a long time since i played yoshi's island though yeah but, you um... the crow in on that level yeah that's that's weird I think I remember that. I don't know. It's been since I was, like, real little, and I didn't have an SNES growing up, but... Um, That's sad. Yeah, it really is. But I had friends who had one, so I just played it. I played okay. uh, their their systems. Okay. I, I had a Super Nintendo for the longest time before I had a Sega Genesis, even. Like, we got a mm-hmm. fairly old Genesis, like, two or three years after the system came out. Right, right. My mom got me a brand new Genesis packaged with Sonic 2 on my eighth birthday. And I still, it was ah, perfect birthday. That Took, sounds like the perfect birthday. It was amazing. I got taken out of school early. She brings me to the car, right? In the back seat, there is a Genesis just just there. Holy so, shit. Yeah, so I flipped out, and then we went to Walmart, and my mom was like, you can pick any one action figure that you want. And I was like, you had a really good birthday. That I mean, like nothing like this had ever happened in my life. It was amazing. And then we went to Mickey D's. (laughs) Holy shit! Yep. 
Can you remember the the era when you thought like McDonald's was a treat, and now you when you have to go to McDonald's, you're like, fuck, I guess I got no other choice. <laughs> uh, McDonald's for me is a drunk thing now. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, this podcast brought to you by McDonald's. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It, uh, it's it's usually a thing where I'm like begging the designated driver to take me to McDonald's <laughs> because I'm like oh, I could really go for a double cheeseburger. Right Look, now. my my decision making is impaired right now. Let's go to McDonald's, <laughs> and it tastes great for that moment at least. I pay for Anything it later. Would really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so we should probably start this fucking... Yeah, fucking yeah, let's, let's choose an adventure. Okay, so uh, Sonic has some vital stats that we need to talk about. Um, I'm not even playing as Sonic, why do I care? Well, it's gonna it's gonna affect how you progress through the game. Because your Wait dice minute, rolls. The way, I, the way I'm imagining this now, it just hit mm-hmm. me, is like those Pac-Man games for like the Super Nintendo and shit, mm-hmm. where like... You're a, a disembodied guide that's helping Pac-Man get through the level. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what this is, right? Like, I'm not a character. I'm just me. You're just you. Well, yeah, you're just you. But things happen. It doesn't really reference the fact that you're in the game. It's not like um, uh, uh it's not like Fire Emblem, like the the first Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem, where you're a, sta- a, a like a statistician or what is the word for it? You're yeah, a strategist. You're somebody. You're, yeah, a, you're, you're a strategist, and you're just following them around in the tent, telling them what to do. It's not like that. No, I'm I'm disembodied game player. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just trying to help my pal Sonic out. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so you uh, you have let let's see one two three four five six statistics. Uh, so six uh, abilities or or whatever. It's like the special system in uh, Fallout. Okay. Um, and for each of these, you will have a certain amount of points. Uh, so give me one second to figure out what those are. Do I need <laughs> that... to get out my notebook? <laughs> no, I'll keep track of your of your stats because I have to know them. Um, okay, so you're going to read the descriptions of Sonic's abilities and then choose one that you think is Sonic is best at. We'll put a 5 in the box next to his best trait, a 4 in the next best, a 3 in the third best, and a 2 in all of the rest. So, your strengths and weaknesses will be determined by such a thing. Okay. Make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. According to the internet, Sonic seems to be really good at fucking. So, which stat is that? <laughs> well, uh, that could be speed, strength, or agility, really. Okay. Um, I'll keep that in mind. So, you've got speed, strength, agility, coolness, quick wits, and cool looks. <laughs> What's the difference between coolness and... And cool looks. Well, coolness is like, you know, landing a 780 McTwist. And cool right. looks is like having the latest OP shorts. Right, right. <laughs> so, like, uh, my members-only jacket would be my cool looks. Exactly, style. exactly. Okay. okay. Um, well, Sonic is best at speed. It would seem so, yes. And I'll, I'll be I, I honest. I feel like that's, that's lame to try and to, to just immediately give him the speed stat as the highest one. That's true. I will be honest. Kyle last time I think did um, cool looks as his top one did not turn out so well. <laughs> I was going to do coolness as my top one. Okay, but coolness I'll stick is, with speed. 
Oh, okay. I'll stick you, with speed. You're gonna be a tryhard then. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> mid max. All right, so speed uh, uh, is the top. What about strength, agility, coolness, quick wits, or cool looks? What's your second best ability? Uh, coolness, definitely my second best. I need to I need to land the kickflip. And what's your third best? Uh, I'll go with agility. I'll go with agility. Okay. And the rest get twos. So you have and a two for Sonic strength. doesn't wear clothes. He doesn't know and you're what not cool smart. Looks like. You're not smart. Well, it Sonic's could also be like attractiveness, guy. you know? Oh, well, he's like, he's got one giant eye. That's not attractive. <laughs> okay, uh, so. I apologize to any Cyclopses <laughs> listening to this program. You just alienated all of our Cyclopeans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shouldn't say Cyclops. That's their word. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh my god. I deeply apologize. For... <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so let me read you some of these rules, my, my friend. Sure. Um, Alright, Sonic uh, uses his abilities to fight enemies. Sometimes defeating him is so easy you won't have to roll, but at other times you'll be told to roll combat against one of Sonic's abilities. It can be any of them depending on the enemy and type of attack they use. All of Sonic's enemies have a rating, which is a number uh, between 5 and 10. To fight them, roll one die and add it to the ability Sonic is using in that fight. The section will tell us which. If Sonic rolls higher or equal to the enemy's rating, the enemy's beaten. Pow! That's part of the <laughs> part of the book. Pow! In parentheses. Pow. If not, <laughs> the enemy has a chance to strike back against Sonic. Roll one die and add it to their rating. If the result is more than 10, Sonic has been hit. Ouch! If Tails is fighting alongside Sonic, Sonic gets to add three points to his attack roll to, uh, and that, to any skill. Um, Sonic, when Sonic is hit by an enemy or trap, one of the two things can happen. If he's carrying any rings, he loses all of them and must try to get past the enemy or trap again. If he's not carrying any rings because he hasn't found any yet or because he hasn't picked any up since the last time he was hit, he loses a life. And has to go what back to earlier in the adventure. What a fun game mechanic. What yeah. a fun game mechanic to put in your fucking choose your own adventure book. Hey, you know. It's it's great. It, it determines how you die. It gives you an extra hit, man. I It's how it works in the game. but Exactly. It's perfect. I, I feel like when you go too stringently with the rules of what you're basing it on. Right. It would be, it would be like if we did... Like a Call of Cthulhu game where if uh -huh. you get hit with a baseball bat, you fucking die. Is because that in the real world, if you got hit with a baseball bat real hard, you die. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, you know, a lot of um, a lot of choose your own adventures have uh, you know death endings. This one just gives you a chance yeah. to get out of it, right? Which is, I guess, that's a good thing. I'm thinking about this as like a tabletop game since I've mostly played those. I read a lot of choose your own adventure books as a kid. But yeah. I haven't done much as an adult. Yeah, I, I have. Not that there's anything I do wrong a show with that or anything. Oh Ow. yeah, you, you, you saying you saying I'm a kid? You saying I'm too I'm too kiddie? You yeah. call me a child? Yeah. You bastard. What are you gonna do about it, bitch? Oh, you just call me a bitch? You talk about like the dog or the woman? Yeah, yeah, like the dog. What are you gonna do about it? Well, that's all right then. Uh, oh, all right then. Because dogs are great, but you know, women. 
Um, we All were right. alienating a lot of your audience tonight. That's good. I'm fine with that, you know? Everybody um, go listen to M-Class Podcast instead. Shut this <laughs> off. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll pick up items as we go along. If we collect more than 100 rings, then we become an extra lifeman. Um, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we start off with three lives because, you know, that's... Uh, that's how it works in the game. This is very is. much like the game. It is, yeah. So the first picture of the book has Sonic playing a Sega Game Gear um, while sitting on what looks to be a very is uncomfortable a, rock. Is this a Spike Jones movie? Is he playing the game we're in? Uh, it's actually like um, Surf Ninjas, where... Shit, is there a Surf Ninja Choose Your Own Adventure book? No, have you never seen the movie Surf Ninjas? Yeah. Yeah, one of the kids has a Game Gear and he does things on it and it happens in real life. Oh my. God, I forgot about that. I haven't seen Surf Ninjas. I've only seen the the, the trailer on a VHS for oh a different God. movie. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, that's the only thing I remember because I was like, I have a Game Gear. Wow. wow. You had a Game Gear? Oh yeah, I had a Game Gear and a 32X. Oh my God, did you enjoy your one and a half hours of gameplay on your Game Gear? <laughs> I actually still play my Game Gear occasionally. Jesus. I do have a brick Game Boy that I still play Super Mario Land on right. all the time. So Yeah, I have the brick Game Boy. I collect consoles, though. Uh, uh, my, see, my... I collect games to play. I don't collect right. the consoles or anything. I got like a Retron, like a casual. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, I had a Retron, but mine fried, so it wasn't it, good. They're prone to that. Yeah, it was a bad day. I was like, oh, I'm going to plug in the Retron, play a little game. you kick it over like you did your computer? Yes, that was exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should start the book. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm ready. It's I feel like quiet... I've learned everything I could learn. Yeah, there's point. there's nothing else to learn. I've, you've surpassed my training. Um... <laughs> the student okay. has become the master. <laughs> now I am the master. You roll. You roll to see what you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quiet afternoon in Green Hill Zone. The only sounds are the breezes rustling the leaves of the trees, the splashing of the waterfalls, some strange clanking noises in the distance, and a series of small electronic bleeps, crashes, and explosions as Sonic the Hedgehog sits on a rock playing Botman on his Sega Game Gear. He borrowed That's my favorite game. You remember so. Botman? <laughs> Botman was a ten out of ten masterpiece. He borrowed the Botman cartridge from his piggy friend Porker Harris this morning and has been playing all day without oh. a break. Oh, oh he, he hasn't. Been, he hasn't taken a break. Is it, he got to take a break every hour? But is this based okay. on the UK Sonic the comic? It is actually okay. Porker, yeah, that's that's Porker from the Sonic the comic. Yep. Uh, he's almost finished Porker with it Harris as well. Porker Harris can't lose. I actually have not... You are a bigger Sonic fan than me. I have not read any of the Sonic comics. Yes. I've only read those, like, recently, though. Like, right. recently is Because it's like, still going, have, right? It's like a webcomic. I have no now. idea. I, I read some of them recently in a collection. I mean, recently as in I was an adult. Oh, right, Time right. has no meaning to me anymore, so... <laughs> like, maybe ten years ago. I don't know. Right. Okay, so Sonic has almost finished the game as well, except he can't work out how to beat the huge Technobot at the end of level 6. Whatever he tries, the Technobot stomps on him every time. 
Eventually, Sonic's stomach rumbles, and he realizes that he hasn't eaten since breakfast. He switches the game gear off, grabs a, bur- a burger with large fries, and... Excuse he- me? What? This is all wrong. This is sickening. I am. I don't know sickened. if he has his chili dog thing in the UK. I don't. Know I don't think he does. I think it's just. An American I know he's thing. a giant fucking prick in that comic. I, I heard. Know. Yeah, I heard Sonic. I heard Super Sonic is like an evil bastard too. Yeah, but I mean, just in general, he's like an asshole. Mm-hmm. He treats yeah. all his friends like shit. Oh, good. That's good. So <laughs> you should play fun. that. You should play that way in this. If you ever oh, have a course. chance to, I'm, to I was be a gonna good do person. it anyway. But okay, <laughs> that's your aesthetic. My aesthetic is being a giant prick. Everybody who knows me will back me up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's see here. Five minutes later, he's finished eating uh, his burger, but hasn't come up with any good ideas about the Technobot except for one, asking Porker Harris what to do. Porker's the only one in Green Hill Zone who's finished the game. It took him six weeks. Pig's trotters aren't too good for controlling a game gear, but he did it in the end, and that means he must have beaten the Technobot. By trotters, do they think they mean hooves? Is that? Yeah, I'm thinking he means hooves. This is obviously fucking British as well. Fucking British people. Original English. Fuck off. Yeah, we've made a better English. Eat my ass. That's an American (laughs) English phrase. (laughs) Okay, Sonic is almost too proud to go and ask his friend's advice, but Porker is a good friend. Besides, it's only a video game, not the end of the world. Sonic stands and puts his game gear in a sandwich box and sprints off through Green Hill Zone to look for Porker. The zone is still littered with a lot of junk that Dr. Ivo Robotnik left here after the time he tried to take over the world. But the spikes, springs, smashed robots, and traps are all rusting and falling apart, with grass and bushes growing over them. The place is a mess, but it's Sonic's home and he's fond of it. And he puts in no effort to clean shit up. (laughs) Apparently no one does. Just leaves shit everywhere. People are like, eh, I don't have time for this. What is what is Porker Harris doing with his life that he can't fucking clean this shit up? Playing Game Gear for six weeks. Six weeks. And here's you know that's question. plugged into an AC adapter. No doubt. I was about to say, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Like, the realism of this is being shattered because there's no save function. So Sonic's leaving his Game Gear 1 this whole time? That shit's going to run out of batteries immediately. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see here. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a kick out of like you trying to get things back on track and just being like, okay, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> There's no sign of Porker anywhere. As Sonic stops and looks around, he realizes he can't see any of his other friends either. He's blind. <laughs> oh my no. god! Not really. This is the Stevie um, Wonder story uh, of but with wow, Sonic. Wow, that is fucked up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the whole zone seems deserted and silent, with no bird song or sounds of animals at play. Even the waterfall seems quieter and strangest of all. The background music has stopped completely. Uh, the background music, because it's this a game. Is, that's beautiful. That's oh beautiful. my god. Uh, It's very eerie, and Sonic begins to get an uncomfortable prickly feeling down his back that has nothing to do with the spikes. He comes around to one of the edges of the cliffs and stops in front of him as he sees a scene of destruction. Trees have been uprooted, bridges smashed, and huge scars carved into the earth. Still, there is no sign of anyone or any movement. What's going on? The arrival of the Saiyans! (laughs) 
<laughs> um, we're not supposed to be talking about Dragon Ball right now. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Sonic turns around and looks out of the pages uh, of the book straight at you. Hey, pal, he says. <laughs> <laughs> A talking it's, book! It's good to see you. You're supposed to be the one with the bright ideas around here. What do you think I should do? If you think Sonic should search for the torn-up area for a clue about where his friends might be, turn to section 66. If you think uh, he should find some of Dr. Robotnik's old devices and try to use those to help him, turn to section 119. But if you think he should stop rushing around and spend a while thinking about the problem, turn to 173. So what do you think? Should he search around um, for a clue to where his friends might be? Should he find some of Robotnik's old stuff? Or should he slow down? Execute order 66. Was that you telling me to do option 66? Yeah. That was my impression Uh, of Emperor Emperor Poopatine from the Star Wars. No, I got that. I just wanted to make sure it was also, like, your choice. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tell me to... uh, do it. Do it. <laughs> I think we did this last time you were on, too. Find the Jedi warriors. <laughs> this is just going to become a thing where we forget that we reference the Emperor Palpatine voice every <laughs> single fucking time you come on the show. Uh, oh my god. Probably. <laughs> Sonic has never seen any part of the zone damage this badly before, not even during Robotnik's <laughs> last takeover attempt. Something I'm really sorry, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say Sonic was never seen again The <laughs> <laughs> He died immediately Fuck. Roll That's a dice happened to the see... last time I played this game Roll a dice to see how much of a dumb fuck you are Oh, I got Kid. one Aww. Oh no um, something has really torn it up. Everything is wrecked, smashed, branches and broken trees, huge clods of earth and rocks pounded into gravel and mud. Trodden into the dirt is a single golden ring. Sonic scrapes the mud off of it and puts it in his pocket. If, what? He's got a pocket? He had a backpack mean, like, his, in uh, The natural in pocket? His, his butt? He put it in his butt? I'm going to assume that this is like... Um, Sonic in Sadam, where he has a backpack all the time. Sure. He put it in his backpack pocket. Yeah. Then he notices whatever the trod- uh, has trodden down the ring has left a large square footprint in the earth. There's a trail of them heading north. If you think, think Sonic should follow the footprints, turn to page 147. If you think he should stop and think about things for a while. <laughs> they really want to give you the choice to have Sonic, like, shut up for a second. No, I would never. Sonic wouldn't wait. Since when has Sonic ever waited for anything? Never. He He didn't wait for them to finish his games before he put them out to the public. Oh, burn! Got him! Suck my dick, Sonic team! Uh, Let's follow the footprints. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna follow the footprints. I didn't say all the choices, but it's fine. Wow. You know what you want. I didn't know I had other choices. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's fine. I'll forgive you this time. But that's okay. Most of the choices were just choices you could have chosen before. You're going to uh, have to forgive me every time because I'm probably going to do that a lot. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Sonic sprints northwards along the trail of devastation. Soon he hears the sound of a familiar voice calling. 
help anyone help me mixed with clanks and thuds i don't know why i made him british it's, yeah it's well tail. it's a british it's tales. comic it's tails that's what he sounds like in the british comic he sounds like a distinguished old british gentleman oh help me it's help Miles me, Power. Sonic. I say, I say, Sonic, help me. <laughs> I do say, Sonic, I'm in a bit of a jam here. I'm in a bit of a pickle. I'm in a little bit of a chili dog pickle. Like in Chicago style, where they use Oh, I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> where the chili's just pickles and it's called relish. It's very American. Mm. I get um, it. I ain't laughing, but I got it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Stuck> off. <laughs> okay. It's your show, man. I'm just breastfeeding it. Oh, my God. That's not going to be the the new thing. It's, it's okay, your baby. It's, it's, I'm just breastfeeding it's, it. It's Miles Prower, better known as Miles the Fox, or Tales to his friends. And it sounds like he's in trouble. Sonic slows down and watches from behind a rock to see what's going on. Two bronze robots are holding the fox up by his twin tails, and poor Tails is swinging between them, trying to thump their metal bodies and shouting for help. Sonic knows he has to help his buddy, but he's not sure how to. Do you think he should attack the robots with a supersonic spin attack, shout to distract them, or follow the robots and their captive to see where they're going? Uh, I can't let them trash my buddy so i'm gonna do a supersonic spin attack all right supersonic spin attack let's do this okay sonic realized there's no time to waste and rushes straight into the fight leaping into the air and rolling himself into a whirling blur of spikes for a supersonic spin attack these robots have a rating of five and sonic will use his speed ability to fight them oh dang but tails is too exhausted to help Roll one die and add Sonic speed. If the result is five or more, then the first robot is smashed. If it's less than five, Sonic is missed and the robot gets a chance to fight back. Uh, it's just explaining the fight mechanics again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do a roll. You got a one. <laughs> What's my speed rating? <laughs> Your speed rating is five, so you did fine. All right, so I fucking trashed his ass. <laughs> yes. With minimum effort. Yeah, that's what Sonic does. Especially okay, when once... they're making a new game. So you've defeated the first robot, now we have to defeat the second robot. Let's roll again. Even though you have a 5 rating and you have to get 5 or above, so you're going to beat him either way, but I want to see how badly. Alright, you got a 2 this time. Uh, <laughs> Moving so on a up. Little more effort, a little more effort expended on the second robot. But you won. Okay. Um, once both robots are beaten, turn to 222. Okay. How many pages are in this book? Well, they're really sections, so there's like multiple sections per actual page. Yeah, so like on page, sense. on this page, there's 219 through 222. Um, the second robot explodes in a shower of diodes and bits of printed circuits. Sonic stands in the wreckage looking at it. That's odd, he thinks. Robotnik usually traps living creatures inside his robots, but these ones were machines. That means I don't have to be so careful next time I smash them. Tails groans from the puddle where the robots dropped him. He's looking very muddy and sorry for himself. Sonic can talk to him, or he can ignore his friend and search the bits of destroyed robots. 
Well, UK Sonic's a giant piece of shit, so he, he's going to ignore his friend and search the wreckage. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, giant piece of shit choice uh, incoming. Sonic looks around the wreckage. Broken circuits, damaged devices, twisted wires. Wait, what's that? It looks like a game cartridge for a Game Gear, but the only word printed on it is Blitzkrieg. Oh, God. Bl- Blitzkrieg. Yeah, it's just Blitzkrieg, but with egg. Oh, my God. Sonic knows that a Blitzkrieg is a very sudden attack, but the odd spelling puzzles him because he doesn't understand puns. And he is, enemy... he is an animal. He is a wild animal. They only have puns in the animal kingdom. Oh, okay, I see. He can pocket the cartridge and talk to Tails, write it on his... Uh, um... Or uh, see what happens when he puts it into his game gear. What do you think? I want to see what happens when I put it in my game gear, but if I take my cartridge out, won't I lose my game? Yes, you will lose your game. But this could potentially be a much better game. (laughs) But I'm on level 6, and apparently that's a high level. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a game gear game, so they didn't get much higher than that. Did game gear have save... Uh, some games did, did I think, function? but I th- it would just depend on the cartridge because they had to have a battery. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll put the I'll put the new t- <laughs> like I'm doing all this fucking real world thinking about like concerns that have nothing <laughs> to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I'll yep. put the new cartridge in. Okay, let's see what happens. Sonic takes takes uh, the Botman cartridge from his Game Gear and slides in the new one. It's a tight fit. <laughs> and for a second, he's worried, about, he's worried about switching the device on, but he does it anyway. <laughs> Aren't you ever worried when it's such a tight fit and you're worried about switching the device on? And you just like, you know, fuck it. I gotta get my device on. This is a children's book, Alan. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the, screen, the screen fills with words. The screen's filled uh... with words. It's a, not a game. It looks like the listing of a computer program. There isn't very much of it. Search zone, find target. If target equals hedgehog, then destroy target. If target equals animal, then get target. Store target. Return. If animal, if target is not animal, then delete. Repeat until target equals zero. Next zone. End. So it, it's a program written in basic. Apparently. <laughs> With a bunch of if-then statements. That's funny. Okay. Sonic thinks he understands what it means, but he's not sure. He can either head north... Uh, or if he hasn't talked to Tails yet, he can do so. So are we going to head north, or are we going to go talk to Tails finally? I'll talk to Tails. Okay. He's like, are you alright now? I'll talk to him. You've been, like, wandering around for, like, an hour and, like, checking out this Game Gear game. And he's Tails just, like, sitting is, there. like, hemorrhaged. Oh, he's blood. in a puddle he's bleeding dead. out. <laughs> What's wrong with you, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Sonic looks down at his muddy pal. How are you, muddy pal? He asks. Tails groans and stands up. I'm okay, I think, he replies. Thank you for saving me. You're a true friend. Sonic isn't the blushing type. No problem, he says. When you've saved the planet Mobius as often as I have, rescuing a pal is everyday stuff. So where were the robots taking you? Tails squeezes the mud from his tails and fluffs them back into shape. They were heading north, towards that new city you've heard, uh, you've heard about. 
Sonic is puzzled because he hasn't heard about any new city. He can ask <laughs> Tails to tell him more about it. Search the wreckage of the robots if he hasn't already, which we have. Or decide there's no time to waste and head north now. (laughs) What now? I was about to make that joke. Like, I haven't heard of a city. What the fuck? But the book (laughs) did it for me. just preempted you. It knew knew it was coming. Uh, So do you want to uh, ask Tails to tell you more about the city or just head north immediately? Sure. Let's have him tell me more about the city. Alrighty. Let's see here. Sonic is puzzled. New city? What new city? Tail sighs like a mother <laughs> or a teacher. My son's an idiot. <laughs> You've been playing some new video game or other, haven't you? There's been a lot of building up that way. Uh, bangs and clanky noises going on night and day. Nobody knows who's doing it. Some animals have went to have a look, but they didn't come back. We were getting worried. Then all these robots showed up, trashed the zone, and carried everyone off. If you're going to investigate, can I come too? Huh? Please? Huh? 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 Sonic nods, and the two friends set off. You don't have a choice. I (laughs) didn't even get a choice. I don't want this little bitch following me. Tails is an extra three to attack, so that's a a good thing. I don't give a damn. (laughs) I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. You always played Sonic 2 on just Sonic mode, didn't you? Most of the time. Tails would, like, flit around the screen and, like, do shit before I wanted him to do it. So. Right. Especially if you're doing the special stages, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, exactly. He would run into the mines all mm-hmm. the time. Sonic nods and the two friends set off. After a while, they reach the walls of the city that Tails had talked about. Turn to page 289. Page 289. It doesn't actually say that, but I'm too used to saying it from the other books. Turn to 289. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we've got a cool picture here that says Robotropolis twinned with Steel City. <laughs> so wait that. a second. So Boy. there was a new city being made, and it just so happened to be called Robotropolis. Uh-huh. And nobody thought that there was anything wrong with that. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's robots. Who could that be from? I don't know. Fuck, they built this new city across the way called Hitlerville. I wonder who <laughs> built it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um and there's a sign underneath it that says abandon hope all ye who enter here <laughs> they built that great new city <laughs> that's actually a real sign outside of pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> fuck you pittsburgh <laughs> oh we lost most of my audience <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> The city walls are made of a gleaming silvery metal. They're not straight, but at a slight angle. Set into them are two huge steel doors. Each door is 30 times the height of Sonic or Tails. This will be important later, I guess, is the exact measurements of the fucking doors. Uh, And they are firmly shut. Above the doors is a massive sign that announces Robotropolis. Abandon all ye who enter here. And that goes double for hedgehogs. There is no obvious way in. Man, I wonder who built this. I wonder who built it. I couldn't figure it out yet. I'm probably just like, there's going to be a real weird cut, and we're just going to be, hey, we're talking again. <laughs> hey, we definitely weren't just talking about the... Drinking milk and cookies. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out and be, like, put in something really wholesome. Like, we weren't just talking about... Drinking milk and cookies. Who knows what we said, really. It could have been anything. I'm just giving you ammunition. I should stop. You um, really should. 
All right. There is in no obvious way in, but next to the doors is a slot like the ones in the chests of the robots that kidnap Tails. Sonic and Tails can try to sprint up the city walls. They can try to burrow under the foundations. They can plug a cartridge into the slot next to the door, or they can knock on the doors just like a, a regular person. Uh, well, you plug the cartridge in, obviously. Yeah, that sounds like the most fun thing. The knock on the doors thing, when it's like, hey, you know what? We hate, you know, we hate people who are, are ages 30 to 40. Are you going to knock on that door if you're in that age range? That was a very safe way to explain that. <laughs> we hate white men who are ages 30 to 40. <laughs> Let me go knock on this door. Yeah. Well, no, see, everything else gonna is just... I'm going to plug the thing in the slot. Yeah, okay. I know it's I mean... going to be a tight fit, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cue the Barry White. Oh, baby. Oh, whoa, whoa, baby. All right. That's enough. It's too, it's too warm in here for that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my AC running, which is why I say that. It's not a joke, it's just miserable. Uh, Sonic examines the, the slot. It looks as if a Game Gear cartridge or possibly cartridges. Slot? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're good. Um, or possibly cartridges that the robots had in their chest would fit into it, but there's no telling what it would do. If you want Sonic to put the Botman cartridge into the slot, we just said we wanted that. The bot man? No, I want him to put the one he got out of the robot in there. Oh, yeah, this is giving you a choice. So, Botman, Blitzkrieg, or, uh, there's so, like, so many chances here to make Hitler jokes. I mean, it just continues. <laughs> uh, that like, secret connection ta- between Sonic Team and the Holocaust. And, yeah, that's what we were talking about that whole time, actually, was, uh. Uh, how Sonic Team <laughs> caused the fucking hall. Yuji Naka. <laughs> <laughs> More like eugenics, Naka. Am I right? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Some deep cuts going on here. <laughs> oh, okay, Blitzcrank. Though that's what we're doing, right? We're doing the Blitzcrank. Blitzcrank. Okay. Oh, Hopefully Yuji Naka wasn't an avid listener of this podcast. I would be so happy if he was a listener, and then I'd be real sad that I insulted him. He would never come oh. back to this shit. You just called him Hitler. I did, but maybe he doesn't understand it as well, because he doesn't speak very good English. Maybe. Maybe he, you know, then why would he be listening, though? You're so. poking holes in this theoretical argument that I made up for a joke. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, your whole your premise has some problems. I just yeah, I feel we'll like, workshop you know, the, that. The punchlines <laughs> we'll workshop it in a stand-up set. <laughs> we'll do some crowd work. It'll be fine. Okay, we'll, um, we'll work out all the kinks. We'll ask the audience like, well, "What do you guys think of Yuji Naka? Do you think he would listen to podcasts?" Do you think he would be a Hitler? <laughs> Do you think if I put a Hitler mustache on Yuji Naka that he would look like a, more like a Hitler? <laughs> or more like a Charlie Chapman? Chapman? 
That's a good joke, Alan. That's a good one. Uh, thank you. Hey, it made you laugh, so I, yeah. I consider that a win. Sonic grabs the cartridge from the slot, and the two friends dash through the gap and into the city beyond. All right, so the door's open. Wow, it just didn't even tell us that it worked. It just happens. <laughs> no, I just skipped the part, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. It's just fucking Wallace guy needs to learn how to write. Yeah, what a bitch. I That's see like why they didn't invite him back for Sonic Choose Your Own Adventure 2. I think, actually, he may have written a couple, but... Probably. Yeah. Um, okay. The two animals sprint into the city, and the huge gates shut behind them. Like it or not, they're stuck inside. Sonic isn't quite sure what he's looking at. At first glance, it seems to be a huge city, or possibly a huge machine. Or both at the same time. There actually is a picture, a picture here that looks a lot like Blade Runner. Um, but it's like is Sonic it, and Tails it? doing their looking up animation from Sonic 2. And they're looking into this like Blade Runner <laughs> fucking Are the hellscape. illustrations in this like screen grabs from the game like are they supposed no to look they're like just that? they're they're drawn they look like coloring page books uh, uh, actually okay um okay sonic isn't quite sure what he's looking at uh but i already said that so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are massive buildings that might be machines and massive machines that might be buildings there are structures and girders and devices and scaffolding and cogs and look, gears I, I get and it beams Buck. and it looks levers like a city and conveyor and belts machine. And cranes and flashing lights and pulleys and hooks and the smell of molten metal and hot tar and what's meant and the sounds of clanging and thumping and grinding and digging and welding and scraping and, <laughs> and screaming. Uh, I added the screaming. Uh, bronze robots. He's definitely going to be screaming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Carry oddly shaped bits of metal that are grabbed by cranes and fitted into new buildings or new machines. <laughs> Sonic can't tell. Can you tell that he can't tell yet? Are there any guns here? By any chance? Uh, <laughs> to blow my own brains out? <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go, okay. Uh, the robots ignore the hedgehog and fox, who watch the chaos with confusion and astonished eyes. Wow, breathes Sonic. Definitely, agrees Tails. Sonic tries to read the words on some of the robots' program cartridges. They seem to be a complete mixture, ranging from excavate through change to leg he, it. How is he reading them? Uh, I know I don't know because they're all stuck in the in the robots, but somehow, well, maybe it's like a thing on the top. There's like a sticker on the top, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. But Sonic isn't sure whether he read that right. Oh, he he seems to have seen a funky robot with a red egg a cartridge. Yeah, there's definitely one that has a Eugen eggs cartridge <laughs> that was pretty good that was pretty good <laughs> uh, i'll give you i'll give you that one pennington <laughs> but sonic isn't sure whether he read that right hey look shouts tails that one's got your name on it sonic follows his friend's pointing finger and sees a large silver robot uh, with a cartridge marked he- egg hog oh Oh, God. How much longer is this, Al? <laughs> oh, it's forever. It's for, it depends on how long it takes us to die. Oh, okay, my God. okay, got it. Okay. Uh, you're like, just marking down a note to remember to you choose just gotta, uh, makes me die. Figure out how to die <laughs> fastest? Got it. <laughs> All right. Other silver robots are following it. Should Sonic and Tails head straight, uh, stand and fight or run away? 
What do you think? Uh, I'm going to run away. All right, run away. Like a to bitch. 47. Like the dog. All right. Uh, Sonic and Tails zoom away from the silver robots who speed up to follow. They're fast and know the layout of the city, whereas the fleeting friends don't. Several times, the duo turn a corner to find a pack of silver robots waiting for them, and several times they're almost caught. Finally, with a pack of pursuers right behind them, they duck into an alleyway, only to find that it's a dead end. Sonic screeches to a halt and looks at Tails. Well, old pal, he says, stepping backwards, it looks like it's the end. Oh my god, already? Uh, The ground has opened up under him. You were asking for this. And he and Tails are plummeting down a long, twisting tube made of smooth metal. After that fall, it seems uh, to last for like half a minute. Um, wait. After a fall that seems uh, to like it lasts for half a minute, because it does, Sonic hits the floor first. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it seemed like forever, because it fucking was. This the is great by the way. He seemed like a giant, because he was a fucking giant. <laughs> it's a fantasy fiction description it really is (laughs) there was a man in the corner who seemed like a public masturbator because he was publicly masturbating the mystery is solved (laughs) and that character never comes back he's just he's just a guy in a corner of a tavern you know just Just furiously masturbating just yanking and cranking Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Sonic gets the floor and Tails bounces back off of it. Uh, bounces off his back. They are in a dark cell. Turn to 101. The cell is damp, dark, and smells of old socks. It obviously hasn't been used for a while, except for to store old socks. Gross. <laughs> that, that should have been one more of his descriptions. It sells damp, dark, and smells of old socks because of all the old socks. It's completely filled to the top with old Old socks. (laughs) A little light filters down from the hole in the ceiling, but otherwise the cell is unlit. There doesn't seem to be anything around. Sonic and Tails, except for old socks. Sonic and Tails can search the room. Turn to page 158. They can try to get back out the way they came. Alternatively, if Sonic has an egg exterminate cartridge, he can examine it closely. So we don't have that cartridge. I only have a Blitzkrieg. Right, which you used on the door, so I don't think you have it anymore. Yeah, I don't have any more cartridges. I just got my Robo Boy cartridge or what the fuck ever. So, Sonic and Tails examine the room. Examine the room. Yeah. Um, Okay, search the room. One fifty-eight. Do searching the cell work in my Sonic novel? Detective Sonic searching the cell doesn't take long. It's completely empty, but in the darkest corner is a narrow tunnel that looks like uh, something is chewed through the metal walls. Sonic and Tails can explore it, or they can get, try to get out through the hole of the ceiling, uh, or they exterminate cartridge. So you can explore further, or you can try to get out through the hole in the ceiling again. Um, I'm going to explore further. That sounds horribly dangerous, so... Yeah, so that seems like the right thing to do. Yeah, All right. of course. I'll lead, Sonic says boldly and crouches to enter the tunnel. Once the roof inside gets higher uh, as th- and the two can walk along comfortably, although it's almost totally dark. Sonic clanks ahead of him. Something clanks ahead of him. Damn. Robots, whispers Sonic. You chill here. I'll attack. 
It didn't God, sound like Sonic's so cool. Uh, your coolness factor is pretty low, actually. Your cool looks are low. Your yeah, coolness factor. He just four. said you chill here. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I guess so. It didn't sound like a robot. Whispers tails. It sounded like well, just metal. It could be a friend of ours. What? Nothing metal is a <laughs> nothing metal is a friend of mine. Snaps Sonic. What the fuck are you talking about, Tails? Are you a fucking moron? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why not shout something before you attack, Tails suggests. If you think Sonic's right, turn to page 115. If you think Tails is right, turn to 212. So who's right here? If I, <laughs> I wonder if I just choose Sonic. Does he like leap out and murder Porker Lois or whatever? Porker that would Lois be hilarious. Porker um, Harris? Or whatever. Harris. Yeah, Porker Harris. Um, Sonic's a fucking moron. He's just mm-hmm. like, in the in these comics, in the UK comics, he's like a giant jackass idiot. So I guess I'll follow Tails. I'll okay. follow his advice. Alright. Uh, we think Tails is right. 212. Sonic thinks that calling a warning down the tunnel is soft, but he does it anyway. Yo! Yo, he bellows. It's the green machine. Gonna rock the town without being seen. (laughs) If you're a creature, we won't beat you. If you're a bot, you've had your lot. So this is obviously a British spelling thing. Uh, I'm uh, disgusted. If you're a creature, we won't beat you. If you're a bot, you've had your lot. Okay. That was probably Yo. mildly offensive. Yeah, you know. <laughs> losing the British audience now. Um, Yo! Comes echoing back up the tunnel. I'm the rat, and that's a fact, so don't attack or I'll fight back. You're in my home with its walls of chrome, so tell me swiftly, are you friend or enemy? Sonic turns to Tails. Like, I thought it didn't rhyme at all. That was terrible. Sonic turns to Tails and says, We've met a bad poet, he says. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sonic, you, you rhymed first, dickhead. It's true. Oh, got you God. there, fictional character. Dumbass. We got you. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm a rapper, not a poet, shouts the voice. And my name's Boombox, the steel-plated rat. Good to meet you, excellent dudes. As he approaches, oh my god, this is bad. Uh, Sonic yeah, and Tails see that he's wearing... cringy as fuck. Yup. He's wearing bits of robot armor, which clank as he walks. Sonic and Tails tell Boombox why they're in the city, and he takes them to his hideout, deep in a maze of tunnels he's dug across the city. The hideout is lined with things that Boombox has found, and he tells the two adventurous animals to take anything they can use. Sonic can take a total of three items with him. Um... They can choose from a cartridge with the Tear Egg Dactyl written on it, six rings, some candy bars, only a little bit chewed, says Boombox, a power-up shield uh, that lets Sonic or Tails ignore one hit from an enemy, some armor made of robot parts, enemies have to roll above a 12 now if Sonic takes this, a comb, which boosts Sonic's coolness and good looks ratings by one point each, or a computer with a blank screen. I don't know what's in that, says Boombox. If Sonic chooses the cartridge or the blank screen, turn to page 295. If not, Sonic can ask Boombox some questions. Alright, so what items did you want to take? Uh, 
Do I have any? I have one ring, don't I? Yeah, you have one ring, and that's it. That's all I ever need, baby. I got one <laughs> ring. That's how the games I'm gonna work. Take, I'm going to take the shield item. Okay, so this power-up shield? Yeah, the power-up shield item. Uh, okay. I'm going to take the cartridge. Okay. So, eggs, uh, tear, tear, egg, dactyl. You're having a lot of trouble with these egg pots. <laughs> yeah, they're they're bad. I mean, it's not my fault. They're they're pretty terrible. Okay, and the last one, I guess I'll take uh, I'll take the mystery item because it could be anything, even armor. The blank screen. Yeah. Computer with blank screen. All right. I was gonna take the armor, but this could be anything, even armor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so if we took the cartridge or the blank screen, which we took both, we need to turn to page 295. Mm-hmm. We cannot ask any questions of our rat rapper friend. I'm glad he doesn't get to talk anymore. Yeah, honestly, it was pretty <laughs> awful. Um, okay, if Sonic has chosen the tear egg dactyl cartridge, he plugs it into his Game Gear and sees this on the screen. If robot equals silver, then proceed else stop. Shields plus arms equals wings. Go to sky. If Sonic has chosen the monitor, he cracks it open to find a bonus life. Write that down Ooh. in the vital statistics. Turn back to 212 to question Boombox. All right, so we see something weird about the programming, and we get an extra life. So now we have four lives. Oh, God, we'll probably never use them. I don't know probably if we're going to get... I mean, this is a long episode already because we spent 50 <laughs> years talking about nothing. I'm uh, sorry. I'm no, sorry, actually, Alan. I'm not sorry because I love that about podcasts. Like, I love podcasts that go off on tangents, but some people I don't. Do so I have to like. I'm a big. Fan I have to like that. fake. Yeah, right. I have to fake being mad about it for like two seconds, but then I'm just gonna be like, "Whoa, <laughs> talk about fucking Sonic 2. Uh, um, I'm terrible about okay. it, too. Anybody who's listened to anything, I'm one. It's fine. If people don't like that kind of podcast, then they can go uh, suck an egg. Oh, I get it. Uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about eggs. Funny, jo funny jokes. <laughs> okay, uh, Sonic thinks... Everybody uh, turn uh, okay. the podcast off. <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> Fucking done. Uh, Alright, so you have some questions you can ask him. Uh, why are you here? Have you seen our friends? Who's running the city? And why are you wearing robot armor? What do you think? Well, have you seen our friends is the only one I give a shit about. Okay, 106. There's some serious tur page turning in this book, which I actually like. Because some of the books we read uh, don't have any choices for a really long time. It's always nice to get something where you're making a lot of decisions. It feels like we just started, and we're Does... on like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the magic of podcasting. Feels like no time at all. Um, Alright, your friends, you mean the other animals from outside like you. I don't know why it's changing to like slightly kiwi now, but okay. A little bit, a little bit. I've seen one or two, but robots have got them all. I don't know why. Do uh, not meddle in the ways of robots, as my old dad used to say before he fucking died. Oh, God. <laughs> for, for they are subtle and quick on the draw. Come to think of it, I know where one of them is. A rabbit. 
He's trapped in the same room as my girlfriend, Dancer. You think you can help me free her? If Sonic and Tails agree to help, turn to page 123. If they'd rather keep questioning the rat, uh, turn to page 46. Oh, so, so we don't have an option to just fuck off and tell him, so, you know, no. So this disgusting freak has a girlfriend. Like this mm-hmm. nasty-ass sewer rat that has, like, robot parts on him yeah. has a girlfriend. She likes him because he's like, oh, he's so creative. Look, it's a beautiful sentiment that anyone listening to this who doesn't have a girlfriend, if this piece of shit rat can have a girlfriend, <laughs> so can you. Whose name is literally Dancer. Like, I wonder what her profession is. Uh, you know, probably a computer programmer. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe help a dis- him save his fucking low-effort-ass girlfriend. Dispatcher at a police station. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Rats have weird names, man. It's a it's a it's a rat thing. I know that's kind of racist, but that is super racist. <laughs> it's fucked up. Now let's go get his horrible, diseased rat girlfriend. Okay, uh, turn to page one twenty three. I don't know why you would ask who's running the city. It's clearly Robotnik. Exactly. Why do we that need was that a question? Waste answered. of time. Thank you for that. The three set off down one of Boombox's tunnels, with Sonic and Tails following the ramp. The tunnel twists and turns and finally ends at an opening high in the wall of the large room. Boombox, the first to look into the room, gasps aloud. They're in here, he says, but the machine starts, so you have to work fast or they'll be mangled. Sonic and Tails look through the opening. The room is filled with a huge machine with whirring gears, moving conveyor belts, and thumping jackhammers. Tied to one of the belts are two animals, so their best friend, their Johnny, uh, sorry, fuck. Not their best friend. They're j- just their regular friend. Okay. <laughs> their friend, Johnny Lightfoot the rabbit. And I don't a like this guy that much. <laughs> a female rat, which is just a rat with a bow, according to the picture. Of course. And Sonic is jumping into frame, and uh, Boombox the rat and Tails are sitting up in the hole. Sonic is jumping out of the hole and looking directly at the viewer, like... Look how fucking cool this is. <laughs> I'm such a cool guy. The rat looks like she's has a mental problem. And the rabbit is very happy to be there. <laughs> Apparently. You paint a picture with your words. I know. Uh, it's just like very, very strange. Um, okay. Both are shrieking in terror as the belt moves towards the gaping mouth of the machine, which is making a hideous grinding noise. Suspended from the ceiling is a large grapple, which is moving to and fro across the room, picking up objects and moving them around. There is also a loading platform on the floor between Boombox's hole and the machine. Sonic can jump down onto the floor, onto the grapple, or onto the loading platform. Or he can ask Boombox if he should know anything about the room. This is the time to be asking questions, of course. Uh, so what do you want to do? Jump onto the grapple because that sounds way fucking cooler, right? Grapple it up. All right, two nineteen. Yeah, two nineteen. So many choices. Without hesitating, Sonic leaps for the grapple as it glides towards the huge machine. It's a beautiful jump, perfectly timed, and he grabs the claw of the device as they swing past. No problem. Sonic can either smash the grapple or hang on to it. What do you want to do? Why would I smash it? I don't know. Honestly. This is a weird time for there to be a decision. (laughs) Yeah, you're like right in the middle of a a very technical motion in the air. Um, (laughs) I guess I'll just... I'll 
I'll just ride it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we'll hang on to the grapple. It strikes me as such a strange time for there to be a decision. Alright, there are two characters tied to a conveyor belt. You jump onto a thing swinging above them. Do you destroy the thing or hang on? Right. Uh, that has nothing to do with my goal. Neither of those options. <laughs> right. It's like, there's two animals about to die. Now tell me, do you like ice cream or gelato? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. The grapple lifts Sonic, uh, grabs Sonic, lifts him up, and carries him across the room. He's wriggling frantically, but nothing he does will release the machine's tenacious grip. The grapple carries him to a funnel on top of the machine and drops him in. It's dark inside. The machine is um, deafening. Sonic's pushed, poked, and buffeted by bits of metal and cogs until he almost forgets who he is. Hedgehogs don't normally stand for this sort of treatment. Does Sonic <laughs> burst out of the machine with a super spin attack, or does he wait to see what happens? What? What? <laughs> does he wait to see if the machine rips him apart, or does he try no, to get wait out to of see it? if like this kills you harder? Or um, I'm gonna super spin dash out of the machine. I figured. I figured that's where you'd go with this. I know I'm coming out of left field with this. One. I know everybody it's a was expecting weird. me to just die, but I'm trying. <laughs> Sonic revs up, up, and up. At last, he lets go and rips through the machine like a loose cannonball, speeding through it as if it was candy floss. For you American viewers, that's candy corn. No! (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot what it was called! Cotton candy. Cotton candy, yeah. Cotton candy. Oh my god. Candy corn. (laughs) I just said the first type of candy that jumped into my mind that started with the word candy. I should have just went with it. I should have just gone, yeah, yeah, everybody, don't look it up. (laughs) Finally, you're not yes-anding me a whole lot tonight, honestly. Nah, I'm pretty terrible at everything, so sorry, buddy. It's okay. Finally, he smashes through the side, landing on the platform in the middle of the room. Behind him, the machine explodes in a cloud of bad-smelling smoke. Five rings fly out, and so does a lot of shrapnel. It stabs the rabbit straight in the heart, and he bleeds out on the platform. Okay, it does not say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five rings fly out and Sonic catches them. Write them down. I'm an adult. I know how to write fucking rings down, asshole. Write them down. This book. This book. How do you ever get to 100 rings in a game in a book game that's giving you, like, five at a time, nickel and diming you into rings? Apparently, like, we're almost at an hour and a half. This shit's a long book. I'm sure yeah. you could get 100 rings. <laughs> the conveyor belt has stopped, and Boombox Friend's dancer is still on it. But Johnny Lightfoot has been swallowed by the machine. Sonic feels a lump in his throat at the thought of his friend's horrible fate. Suddenly, there's another crash, and from the defunct machine, a bronze robot smashes its way out. It looks like Johnny Lightfoot might have been if he had been encased in robot armor with spikes on it. The Rabbot. They they stole that from the American Yeah, uh, that's Archie Sonic thing. Yeah. The Rabbot uh, dashes forward as Sonic at high speed, fists raised. It's a fight. Sonic must fight the Rabbot using his strength. Well, luckily in this one, if we hit the Rabbot, the rabbit will come out. Not like an Archie Sonic, where like if you kill the robot, their soul is destroyed forever. That's true. It's a different world. <laughs> yeah, which I always liked about Archie Sonic. I always liked that there were stakes, you know? 
Archie Sonic, like, got edgy as fuck sometimes. Like, it did. Sonic murders Robotnik in one issue. <laughs> right? And then he comes back as a robot at some point. It's like a different ro- It's like a yeah. robot Robotnik. And then they it's just a robot Robotnik that looks different. And there's like a bunch of them, sort of like yeah. the clones of the Emperor. Yeah, he's um, like a robot, right? Yeah. And then they just never mention that again. Right. <laughs> well, I, no, don't they use the Dragon Balls to wish for him to be a real boy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. But oh, it has totally been a happened. while since I read that. Well, there was a ring that could make wishes in the comic, though, because that's when uh, Amy wishes to be a, a, a an adult woman. You remember that? And she doesn't. She still turns into a teenager. <laughs> well, she tur- she wishes to be a, 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 the age that Sonic would be sexually attracted to her. It still does not work out for her, though. No, not at all. Sonic continues on with his uh, obsession with Sally, apparently. It turns out that uh, men do care about personalities. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, okay, let's see here. The Rabbot's uh, rating is 6. Remember that Sonic gets no bonus from Tails because the fox is watching from a hole in the wall like a big wiener. What? What a useless piece of shit. Why did I bring him? Because <laughs> you had to. Aww. If Sonic wins, turn to page 112. If he loses life, to go back to 123. So we're using our strength uh, stat, right? Which is two. It's not great. So I'm going to try yeah. to get you a good roll here, buddy. I'm going to use a new pair of dice that I got. So I, got that, uh, I got that tabletop game, Tales from the Loop. So How's that? I haven't played it yet. I'm still learning how to do it, and then i got to get some people together, but it looks really good. All right, well, you can report back to me one day. I'll let you know. You got a three. Uh, so five. Which, yeah, a five, but you had to get a six. Well. So he gets to attack now, which means the uh, rabbit has to get a ten in order to hurt us. But we get an extra hit because we have the shield. Okay. So rating of six... He rolled a one. He missed you. So now we get to fight again. Okay, all right. I'm starting to understand right. this complex battle system. We got a two again. We missed. Oh, my God. All right, and he goes for it. Oh, no. Okay, we got we, we lost our shield, buddy. Oh, well. Oh, he got well. Us. Easy come, easy go, right? Right. All right. Um, so we, lose a, we haven't lost a life yet, but we do lose the power-up shield. Oh, no. R.I.P., oh, no. buddy. All right, one more time here. Let's let's roll for for strength. Five, we got him. All right, finally. Oof. Oh, man. Finally. That, was a, that, was a, that was a tough battle, but we made it through. Um. Okay, so luckily we didn't lose a life there because we would have had to go back and do something over again, so let's not do that. Oh, God. Um... 112. Sonic delivers a final knockout punch. The robot casing falls apart and the animal inside is released. None the worse for its experience. Boombox is reunited with Dancer and Johnny is very relieved to see Sonic and Tails. Johnny Lightfoot was that, uh, he was a character in the Archie Sonic as well, right? They had a crossover. Was he? Yeah, um, I think maybe it was Johnny Lightfoot. There was another rabbit character who had a, a, an eye patch. And he ran his own band of freedom fighters, but turned out to be a traitor. Do you remember I that? I don't know, because that sounds like uh, fucking... Uh, he like, this... lived in the desert. It was very Mad Max. Oh my god, no, I don't remember any of that. 
Yeah, I, I I have a lot of useless Archie Sonic knowledge like in my I'm head. I'm picturing Bucky O'Hare, but with an eye. He looks like Bucky O'Hare. He looks like Bucky O'Hare. Okay, so maybe I do remember him then. Uh, well, who knows? We'll never know because I'm not going to look it up. Um, <laughs> okay, I got a chance to see some of. Uh, I wait. I got to come up with a good rabbit voice. Um. And I got a chance to see oh, some yeah, of the city of before they carried me to the machine, he says. <laughs> Is there anything I can tell you? Yeah, look, I am not a, a comedy genius like you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so disappointed, Alan. Oh, okay, well, do you want me to try a different one? Is there a different rabbit you'd like me to imitate? Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Don't you breathe. So I- uh, uh, Sonic and Tails can ask him about their other friends, who's running the city, or whether he knows how to get past the big robot in Botman. Um, I'm going to ask him if he knows how to. Me? I'm going to ask him if he knows how to get past the big robot in Botman, because that's all I you really gotta care be joking. about. This. That's so good. Okay, what a weird question, says Johnny. You came to rescue me just to ask me that. Anyway, you're the one who's good at defeating robots. Have you ever tried finding some way to make it a short circuit? Water might work. It's worth a try. Sorry I can't help more. Does Sonic and Tails ask him about their other friends or about who's running the city? Other friends. I know who's running a goddamn city. It's Robotnik. This is not hard. Um, okay. I don't think I know, starts Johnny, but Dancer interrupts him. I know who two of your friends are, she says. A walrus and a penguin. You know them? Cool, yeah, sushi and tux, says Sonic. Uh, right before I... Right, I saw them before I was caught by the robots. They're in the room with the pool, says Dancer. A pool, says Tails. That sounds luxurious. It isn't, believe me, says Dancer. <laughs> I've seen way better. The Marriott here is disgusting. Like I'm just I'm just imagining the scene playing out with like that sounds luxurious. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a piece of shit. <laughs> if Sonic and Tails run to the room with their friends, turn to page one fifty five. If they ask about who's running the city, turn to page one thirty two. Alright, so your choice is is uh room with the friends because we've done the other two choices. Uh, I haven't I haven't asked who runs the city. I'm I'm gonna guess I'm going to use my superior detective skills to guess that the way to actually beat this book is to ask who runs the city, and then they'll be like, it's Dr. Robotnik, and then I'll go you fight You win. <laughs> so I'm going to ask who runs the city. Oh, man. Different choice going on here. All right. 132 it is. Okay. It's Robotnik for certain, says Johnny. While we For were tied real? here, while we were tied here, he came to gloat, and I recognized him. You know, cause of him being shaped like a big fucking egg and all. <laughs> <laughs> On account of him being the only egg-shaped human fucking being around, who wears glasses. Let alone the only human being in the fucking <laughs> world, anyway, right? Let alone the, you know, his name's fucking Robotnik and everything around here is robots and the, there's a bunch of fucking egg puns. But you The know. fucking, the fucking name of the city is Robotropolis. You're not fucking paying attention, Sonic. 
What the fuck is wrong with you, you chode? Damn! You fucking douchebag. You got him. Got him. Got he. <laughs> There's a star-shaped building with lots of robots around, so whatever is in there, uh, so whatever it is will be in there, I reckon. Be careful. Do Sonic and Tails ask them about their other friends or how to defeat the robot? So at this point, we need to go back and just go uh, to the room with the friends because it's just going to yeah. put us in a loop. Yeah, they thought they thought we were gonna they thought we were gonna ask about the uh, who's running the city first. Probably. Let's go save our friends, Douchey and Penguin. Uh, it's Tux and uh, Walrusman. <laughs> Walrusman Jones. He's a, he's a villain from Thundercats. Walrusman. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Walrusman, as well as <laughs> as Tux Boy Jones. I love those guys. Yeah, they're my favorites. They're my favorite douchebags. I'll show you the way, says Boombox, and sets off down the tunnel. It's a long walk, and Sonic and Tails feel almost <laughs> as if they've been lost in a maze until finally they can see an exit ahead. Boombox points. To it. Uh, that's the pool room, he says. I'm not going in there. They almost caught me last time. And they got my girlfriend. You know, we were going in there to, you know, have a little have a little soak. Uh, get to open our pools up. And uh, I left her because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I was I'll waiting you. for that to get sexual. I really was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. I just wanted to make Boombox seem like a real piece of, piece of we shit. We went in there and then I pulled out my big gross rat cock, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So I pulled out my I pulled out my large uh, diseased rat penis. <laughs> and that's when the robot showed up. Fuck, I didn't even get me knockers off, did I? <laughs> Jesus. Is that what they call them as knockers? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know shit about English culture in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm, okay. I can, uh, let's see here. He's gonna, he's gonna get the rabbit friend out is the gist of this. He, Dancer, Johnny Lightfoot head back down the tunnel. Sonic and Tails watch them go, but then look out into the pool room. The room is huge. At its center is an enormous pool of steaming water. Above that, fixed to the ceiling, is a strange contraption with loops and tubes pointing down into the pool. It hisses and belches menacingly, and from time to time, something black drops from one of the tubes and sizzles as it hits the water. In the pool are Joe Sushi and Walrus the Tux... Uh, sorry, <laughs> Joe Sushi the Walrus and Tux the Penguin. They aren't enjoying themselves. The water looks very hot indeed, and there are bronze guard robots along the edge, armed with long poles, and they prod the two animals with them every time they get close to the side. The robot's cartridges, notice Sonic, say, Exercise. Fuck you. Tails turns to Sonic. You tackled the last room. He says, let me try this one. (laughs) Yep. Sonic nods, not afraid to let his friend show off because he knows he can always rush to his assistance if something goes wrong. Tails can watch to see what ta- uh, what's going on, attack the guard bots around the edge of the pool, dive into the pool, or leap up to the ceiling and grab one of the loops hanging there. Uh, leap up to the ceiling and grab one of the loops hanging there. Okay. Boy, this book's long. This may be one of the only times where we're like, fuck this. <laughs> the end <laughs> happens. Look, if we haven't reached Robotnik and we're, like, working towards the end of this at the fucking two-hour mark, we might want to cut it off. 
Yeah, I think I'm, I'm starting just to get tired of the book. Um, okay, so we chose to grab one of the loops, right? Tails yes. rushes across the floor, dodging guard bots, and throws himself into the air toward the loops on the ceiling. Oh, we're Tails now. It's yeah, a beautiful leap with a half twist and double gainer, but as Tails grabs for the loops, they come off in his paws. He falls into the paw- pool with a splash, very surprised expression on his face, and two gold rings. Uh, so we get two more gold rings out of that, at least. Yay! As, as opposed to, like, silver rings or other types of rings. Uh, turn to page 187. So I guess we just ended up in the pool anyway. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that no matter what choice we chose, we were going to end up in the pool. Probably. Yow, the water is hot. So hot that Tails is almost scalded by it. No wonder Tux and Joe Sushi are trying to get out. Tails looks around. The robots on the edge of the pool haven't noticed the third animal in the pool. Joe and Tux have, and they can hear their shouts. Tails, get out. Save yourself. Tails can try to get out of the pool. Dive to the bottom of the pool to retrieve one of the objects falling from the ceiling for some fucking reason. Or try to help Joe and Tux out of the water. So what are we doing? Are we getting out of the pool? We helping our friends? Or are we diving to the bottom to grab something? This is like, maybe this makes sense if you're from the fucking UK or whatever. But a lot of these choices make no sense to me. Right, it's very strange. Why would you ever jump to the bottom of the pool? Uh, I'm going to try and get my friends out, I guess. All right. My best friends, these two ca- beloved Sonic characters that Sushi everyone knows. Sushi the Tux Boy. <laughs> Sushi the Tuxman. Tail swims over to Tux the Penguin, who's exhausted and half-boiled by the hot water. He's basically Jesus. dead. He Jesus. nods at Tails, but is too tired to speak. I'll help you get out, shouts Tails. I'll distract the robots while you and Joe swim to the other side. He swims away, aiming for the spot where most of the robots are concentrated around the side of the pool. For a few moments, it seems to work, and then Joe and Sushi... Uh, Joe, Sushi, and Tux. I, I keep getting confused because they're calling him by two names. Yeah. Joe, Sushi, and Tux uh, head towards the far side of the pool. The robots spread out around the rim. No matter how much tail splashes and shouts, he can't distract them from pushing the exhausted walrus and penguin back to the center of the pool with their poles. He'll have to think of something else. Can Tails try to get out of the pool himself, or can he dive to the bottom to Yo, pick up Tails something laying on the bottom? Fly. Did whoever write this forget that? I guess so. I don't understand. I'll go to the bottom of the pool. That's what it wants me to do. Apparently. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Tails takes a deep breath and turns turtle. What? <laughs> Diving through the hot water. Towards the bottom of the pool. Is that a British thing that it means goes be. down, like dives? Turns oh, turtle. Turn he transforms turtle. into an actual turtle. Oh, okay, good. He can't <laughs> so fly, but he can turn into a turtle. Do you remember the turtle character from Sonic that dies for a second but then comes back? Yeah. Like Archie Sonic? Yeah. I actually do remember that guy. They made him out Petey like he was turtle or best whatever his fucking name was. friend. Yeah, it's like, I'm a new character who's a turtle, but I've always been friends with Sonic. Yeah. You and care, like, about, care about me. So, you care so much for this fucking character they just introduced died, and then he comes back anyway, yeah. so fuck it, right? Yeah. Tails looks at one of the small objects and recognizes it as a cartridge, uh, like the ones plugged into the robot's chest sockets. He picks one up that has just been dropped at the pool, and is just, as it is drifted toward the bottom, and nearly drops it. It's very hot. Aha, that, you're wearing gloves, you fucker. 
<laughs> that must be why they're dropping the cartridges here, to cool them down. Also, why the water is so hot. Tails looks at the cartridge, which has the word Rin Egg Aid printed on it, and grabs two. Write them on Sonic's vital statistics. Nearby is a large round object. This one seems fixed to the bottom of the pool. Tails stares at it until his uh, lungs are bursting for air, and then shoots back up to the top. As he surfaces and draws a fresh lung full of oxygen, he realizes what the thing must be. The plug for the pool. Pull it in, the water will drain out. He treads water for a moment, just long enough to throw one of the Ren Egg cartridges to Sonic, who is still waiting in the tunnel. He's thinking quickly about what he should do next. Does Tails dive back down to pull out the plug, or does he put the new cartridge into one of the guard bots? Or does he make one last attempt to climb out of the pool? So, let me get this straight. Uh-huh. Uh, the guard bots, the murderous yeah. robots that Dr. Robotnik created to keep people in this pool. Uh, you can't get near the edge of the pool because they'll hit you with prods. However, yes. I can put a fucking cartridge in them and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull the plug on the pool because fuck this book. <laughs> pull the plug on this book. We may have to create an ending for, for this here, I gotta say. Uh, Tails takes another... <laughs> that fucking voice. <laughs> Tails takes another deep dread. <laughs> Dives down and takes firm hold of the plug and pulls it with all his might. It comes loose with a lurch and a long sucking noise that he can hear even underwater. It turns out it was a butt plug and a giant robot. The water rushes down the open drain oh, hole, damn. and it takes all of Tails' strength not to be pulled down, too. Soon there, are only sexy. A few centimeters. Oh, yeah. Soon there are only a few centimeters of water left in the pool, and Tails, Tux, and Joe Sushi splash their way to the ladder at the side of the pool and start to clamber out. The moment Tails reaches the top, he's boffed on the head by a robot swinging his pole at him. The robots have gathered around the top of the ladder, waiting for the three to climb out. Who could have fucking seen this coming? Hmm. <laughs> Sonic, meanwhile, has watched all this from the mouth of the tunnel and decided he should join in, finally. Sonic's just out there, like, cranking his dick. Like, oh, I guess I got nothing (laughs) to do today. I guess I could play more Botman. He can attack the robots closest to him. He can rev up and do a super sonic spin attack into the robots, knocking out as many out of the way as possible. Or he can sneak up on one of them and put the cartridge into its slot. Uh, I'm going to supersonic spin since that's been the correct answer every other time. Yeah. All right. 105. Wham! Sonic collides with the first robot. It spins and crashes into two others, which try to balance wildly with their poles, knocking others off balance and into the water. The confusion increases and bits of robot are flying through the air, as well as three gold rings, which Sonic catches neatly. Make sure to write them down. Thanks for the fucking tip, asshole. It's, it's uh, real nice about that. It's always, it always gives you a little yeah. tip. Hey, don't forget to write this down. Uh, within a few seconds, all the robots are down. Turn to 201. We fucking killed all of them. <laughs> Sonic could have just done this from the beginning, and then he, Tails could have flown in and picked up the, the friends. Tails can't fly fuck? in this. so Apparently. This is like Sonic 2. When you get control of Tails, you can't fly. I guess... Fucking he can only fly Sonic when... Had his, when... Sonic had his giant white thumb up his ass the whole time. He didn't have time to help his best <laughs> friend not get boiled his, to death. His giant Patrick Spaziante, uh, oddly <laughs> musculatured thumb. You know it. This is a sexy is he... podcast. I didn't know that. <laughs> 
If you got to have a thumb up your butt, it might as well be a muscular thumb. Does it? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it has to be. I just said it might as well be. Uh, I'm learning yeah. about Alan today. I feel like we're all learning about each other. <laughs> we're learning how many thumbs each other's had up each other's butts. You know, it's just it's a good it's a good time. Uh, there's a huge crash from the far side of the room, and an army of silver robots charging in across the uh, rubble of the far wall. Flying above them is the villainous Dr. Ivo Robotnik in his egomatic, bright red to match his ridiculous mustache. Underneath the device is what looks like a huge metal fist. Sonic and Tails, booms his voice, amplified to be heard over the noise of hundreds of charging robots. How exquisite it is to see you. Now it's time for your exit. <laughs> Something That's, smells bad. Is, hold on. Was that an impression of Dr. Robotnik from the Sonic, or like the original Sonic anime? Because that was fucking dead on. If it, uh, was. it was. I was. I, I appreciate that. I was actually more going for. Um, I was more going for from the adventure series. On. Oh, it was much more like the original anime, Dr. Robotnik. Oh, you mean uh, like the. Um, Ah, the one where he's the like snooping as usual. <laughs> no, I mean like the the anime one where like the girls. Oh, the that girl. one. Right. Yeah. And yeah. He's like this one's the land of the sky. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, dead on. Yeah. You sound exactly like that guy. I do. You know, I do. I do a couple voices here and there. It's not bad. It's not bad. Thanks. Thanks. I hope there's more Robotnik for me to do so that I can be impressive. <laughs> mildly impressive to yeah. hundred people. <laughs> Look, that's my life, exit. dude. <laughs> I just try to be mildly impressive to about a hundred people. That's right. That's my existence. You head for the exit. Um, let's see here. Something smells bad, like a rotten egg. Sonic shouts to his friends, not Got to Robotnik, him. but but to his friends. Like he's not even acknowledging that Robotnik's there yet. You head for the exit. If it, it's me, he really wants. The three animals run to Boombox's tunnel and disappear down it before the robots can react. Ha 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 Continues Robotnik, swooping the Egomatic towards Sonic, leading his silver robot army. Does Sonic attack Robotnik's Egomatic or his robot army, or does he flee down Boombox's tunnel? I'm gonna attack the Egomatic. I mean, this feels like it's an ending, right? Yeah, it be. it, it'll be an ending regardless, because we're coming up on the time limit. <laughs> yeah. Sonic misses the Egomatic, misses his footing, misses the edge of the Technobot, and is falling through space. Did I go to the right thing? Oh no, what? I did not. I did okay. not. I just went to the I went to the one above it where you fuck up and die. Um, okay. I'll get you, shouts Sonic, leaping at the flying device and its fat controller. Uh roll against Sonic's quick wit quick wits to beat a ten. If the roll is successful, Sonic bounces off uh oh, the Egomatic Um <laughs> Okay. And the Egomatic has three hits on it. Like in a that, video game. That's thematic. Okay, our quick wits. Roll against quick wits. We don't have enough to roll against quick wits. We have a two in quick wits, and we can get a maximum of six. Really? Uh, with, a, with a dice. So we can get eight. We cannot beat a ten. What dice are you using? A six-sided die? Is that the standard for this? Shit. Yeah. It asks you to use a six-sided die. Well, shit. Oh, no, wait. Tails is with us. Right? Sure. Uh, no, Tails is causing a distraction as over there with Joe and Tux. That doesn't count? We have to be, like, holding hands? 
Yeah, you have to be around each other. All right, that's fine. Uh, okay, so the roll is going to fail. Yeah. Uh, so as Sonic flies towards the Agomatic, he sees the fist underneath it open into a cupped hand. It swoops towards him, snatches him out of the air, and drops him into the middle of a circle of silver robots. Sonic is grabbed by 20 metal hands and held tight. Turn to page 252. Uh-oh. We might get dead. I've, I've seen anime before. I know what's I've, about to happen. I've seen enough hentai to know what's happening here. <laughs> Held firmly by the robot, Sonic can do nothing but listen to Dr. Robotnik's fiendish voice, which is still laughing. Ha ha ha! It goes, ha ha ha! Foolish hedgehog, I have you ready to be scrambled! And I'll escape again, shouts Sonic. Not a chance, you irritating insectivore! My robots have been most excellently programmed to deal with you until I have destroyed your beloved Green Hill Zone with the magnificent Technobot and my Hyper Metal Sonic! <laughs> uh, the mad scientist is still laughing as the robots lift Sonic above their heads and carry him away. They're holding him so tightly he can't try to spin or escape, but he could reach down to grab a cartridge from one of them. So if Sonic thinks that's a bad idea, turn to page 102. Uh, so are we going to grab a cartridge or are we going to think that's a bad idea? I'm going to grab a cartridge. I'm not just going to let him haul me off and kill me, right? Right. That sounds like the you know best option to me. You don't have a lot of options, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Sonic's gloved hand feels around the metal chest of one of the robots carrying him until it finds the cartridge. The robot goes, Oh, you! How dare you! How could you do this? Sonic's like, oh, 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 sorry. (laughs) The robot doesn't seem to notice. The word on the cartridge is execute, and Sonic gets a bad feeling in his stomach. Turn to page 102. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. I think we're going to get executed. I'm fine. Uh, the robots are carrying Sonic away, holding him securely above their heads. Maybe it'll be a pizza party. A Peace pizza egg party. party. <laughs> <laughs> they trudge along in uh, endless metal line corridors, then turn left to face a blank wall. One of the robots does something, and a rectangular crack appears and slides aside to reveal a small room with metal walls filled with all kinds of rubbish, broken furniture, empty wire coils, burnout transformers, obsolete video games, and so on. You know, like Nintendo. Oh, also, got him! Also, rather obviously, visible in one corner is the entrance to one of Boombox's tunnels. The robots hurl Sonic into the room. He scrambles up to attack his imprisoners, but the door is already slid shut, and he can barely see the outline on the smooth metal. Sonic can head down Boombox's tunnel, explore the room and its contents, Wait to see what happens, or you can try to work out how to, how to open the door. I feel like we're on a whole new path here. Jesus Christ, how long is this book? Do you want to see what happens if we beat the eggs? Uh, the yeah. Eggs, yeah, let's just or skip ahead to the call. wind scenario. Oh my god. So, I don't know what page that was on. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Um, give me one second here. I've got all the time in the world, as we've proven with this book. Oh my god, so long. Um, what the fuck? There's like a can of Sally's in this book? What? Yeah, Sally is in this book. But she's not in the UK Sonic. It makes no sense. Uh, you know what? Look, I can't find it. Let's just say you die in the room. 
That's fine. There's I'm a sorry, giant guys. hole in the wall, right, that leads to the... Pl- I've, I've been in these tunnels before. I know about them, but I die of starvation in the room because I'm too stupid to go through it. Exactly. The that end. The fucking end. I, I, I'm i going to go play this by myself now. <laughs> when I can just read it in two seconds. Jesus. Oh, no. Well, um, we'll be back with the moral of the story in just a second. So, Jeff, what do you think the moral of this story was? Uh, The moral of this story was uh, simple design flies just fine. What what does that mean? How does that relate to the story? I I need to know. It's a quote from the television series Doug. That's what it has to do with the story. Oh, see, I never watched Doug. I wasn't allowed. You weren't allowed? What? (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Doug for some reason. My parents thought it had uh, willful children in it, and they didn't want me to see shows with willful children. Uh, in I the can't same way imagine. I, was, uh, I can't imagine what character in Doug could be considered a willful child. I don't know. I can't imagine uh, they, a more milk toast show than Doug. Right. That that got lumped in with Rugrats as well. Rugrats is I about not, babies. I was not allowed to watch Rugrats. I'm I'm more interested yeah. in that than I am anything about that Sonic book. I want to know more about this. I just, those were, like, two shows that my parents, like, I think had heard had kids in it who were, like, bad examples, Um, and they didn't want me to watch that, and they never watched them, but, like, I I mean, I was allowed to watch fucking Batman and Superman, you know, like, parents, My parents wouldn't let me watch Ren and Stimpy, because it had all the gross-out humor in it. Right, yeah. But I just watched it anyway. I wasn't allowed, I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy either. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but I also watched that anyway. (laughs) There was a month where I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers anymore, and then my parents were like, that's dumb. There are willful children in that. No, they had. it was during the time when, in the 90s, when there was a big uproar over violence in, in TV shows, and Power Rangers was kind of at the center of that. Um, like, there were, like, the, legislators. I remember, the, I remember the violence in video games. I don't remember the violence in, like, children's media, because, I mean... Yeah, there was like a big like Congress thing happening on the news, and I think they saw that and got worried, and then they watched really? it, and they were like, this show is dumb, and there's no way that he's ever going... I think there was a thing where kids were like imitating it and hurting oh. each other. Okay, that and, makes sense. And they were worried about that for a second, and then they were like, oh wait, you're not an idiot? Like, 90s <laughs> cartoons are the least violent television that was right. ever made. Like, Spider-Man never throws a punch in the Spider-Man animated right. series. <laughs> yeah. I think with Doug and Rugrats, those things came out when I was real little. So, like, at a time when I would have been, like, uh, I would have been watching, like, Wienerville and Wild and Crazy Kids. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember all that like, shit. I was young enough at that time, like, I was in preschool, right? And my parents didn't want me watching those How cartoons. How old are you, Alan? I'm 28? No, I'm 29. <laughs> okay, I'm 31, I'm, I'm gonna, so we're not too far gonna, apart. Yeah, I'm going to turn 30 in, in like, a, a year. Uh, not a year. I'm going to turn 30 in April. I don't know what I'm what I'm saying. Okay. 
I just don't know my age, apparently. I don't. The point once is, once I hit like twenty six, I'm I'm just mm-hmm. like guessing what my age is. <laughs> right? It's like who cares anymore? I have no perception. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I think with Doug and Rugrats, it was like a thing where my parents didn't want me watching it when I was real young, and then I just sort of kept thinking I wasn't allowed to watch it. Hmm. I don't know if you, you know? missed anything by not watching those shows. As a <laughs> I kid, ended up, I I started watching Rugrats uh, as I got older. I I just didn't like it at that point because it was like I've grown out of this. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I refused to kid, watch I it really for so long. That. Yeah, as a kid, I really liked Doug and I really liked Rugrats, but like looking back on it now, both of those shows suck dick. So, oh, I don't know. Rugrats was okay, but. Like, recently, right. people were telling me that uh, the real Ghostbusters cartoon still held up. Yeah. And I went back and watched it, and it's like I couldn't stop cringing the whole time. Right. Oh, that sucks. I I have a, the DVD of, like, the first volume of, of real Ghostbusters, but I never have watched it. I think I watched, like, one or two episodes, and I was like, this is fine, but I don't care enough. I was it's, oh, I cringed off the face of the planet and found new right. life on new worlds from the power of new <laughs> cringe. I felt the same way about the uh, Ninja Turtles cartoon. The first like yeah. two, the first like three episodes that are kind of like their own movie are are great because they're they're well animated. The jokes are funny and there's well, good how, action. Right? That's how Power Rangers works, right? Like, the first couple episodes of Power Rangers are pretty good. The um, yeah. Green Ranger saga is pretty good, but all the rest of it is fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah, no, I actually rewatched a lot of Power Rangers recently, and the Green Ranger saga is the only fun thing about it. But even then, it's still, like, really cringy and bad. Yes. Uh, but I enjoyed it from a perspective of, like, I'm watching this to see how cheesy it is. Whereas oh, yeah. with Ninja Turtles, like, a lot of it is just straight up not good. Like the yes. like I said, the first three episodes that are about like the the origin and then meeting April and fighting the Technodrome for the first time, that's all really good. And the action is really well animated. But after that, they started going with a different company to do the finishing for the animation. So it's mostly done in America. Company. Yeah. And it sucked dick. Like it just starts being terrible. Uh but happy to report the movies hold up just so well. oh yeah the first one is still the like first a one fucking is masterpiece yeah that movie's really good i don't know why they ever stopped using puppets for that movie but i don't know uh, there are periods when i'm watching that movie where i completely forget that they're puppets i'm just like I so know. engrossed in the movie that i'm like oh yeah that's an yeah. animatronic the second one is my favorite i think because i watched it the most i didn't have the first one on vhs uh, the first one is my favorite yeah i love the first one and it's an objectively better movie but the you know second one is up? Yeah, it, gargoyles. I did not watch gargoyles as a kid, but it I had watched willful it. Willful children uh, in it. <laughs> yeah, willful children. Willful. Also, an episode where children. somebody shoots himself, right? Uh, probably. I think that's a. Thing. Or no, he accidentally uh, he accidentally shoots the girl. I actually had a I had a podcast about cartoons for a while with my friend Kyle, um, and we did an episode of gargoyles, and it was it's like one the of the first blind ones I guy, watched. Right? No, not the blind guy. They shoot. There's the, a they there's an the episode girl. where the blind guy accidentally kills himself. Like what? he's friends with uh, um, Hudson, right? And this is one uh, where one of the gargoyles finds a gun, doesn't know what it is, and accidentally. No, he's playing around with it like a western movie, and accidentally shoots the female character who's always hanging uh, around with them. Elisa, Elisa Mazza. Yeah, 
and then uh, Big Boy Gargoyle. I don't know what his, his name Goliath. is. Goliath. Uh, yeah. Uh, Goliath goes and, like, hunts down the, the gun runners and <laughs> brings them to justice. How dare you <laughs> give a gun to this idiot? Yeah. That's it a was, good episode. That's a good lesson to teach kids, though. If you fuck around yeah. with a gun, you'll you'll kill your friends. It was really controversial at the time, but I I, I thought it was really good. It's actually a really good show. So yeah. I can confirm it Darkwing holds up Duck as somebody who was not a fan. Darkwing Duck still hangs up. It holds up too. What about Ducktales? How's that going? It does the new Ducktales. The old one. Uh, that does not hold up. That is very oh. much a children's show. All so right. That was the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that Gargoyle's pretty good show. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's fucking pretty good. Yeah. It's a good show. So if you ever read Metal City Mayhem with Sonic, you can know that Gargoyle's is pretty good. So you still, still can rewatch this. You know, sit up and check that shit out. You wish it was pretty good. You watch it and you go, hey, this is good. This is a good time. Um, <laughs> Jeff, uh, Mr. Pennington, where can yes. people find your lovely commission website one more time. And also, uh, how, where can they find, what websites or locations can they find Writer Club Radio and the M-Class Star Trek Boy podcast? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jeff Pennington or on the web at www.jeff-pennington.com or jeffpennington.art. Uh, you can find my podcast all about Star Trek, we bill ourselves as being a Star Trek podcast for the rest of us, for normal people, for the average right. Star Trek fan. Uh, it's M-Class Podcast. You can find us uh, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, and on Twitter at M-Class Podcast. Uh, Rider Club Radio is the name of my other podcast, which went monthly recently. And you can find all of our monthly episodes on iTunes and all of our original episodes, three years worth of that shit, on YouTube wow. alongside our new episodes. Uh, we basically nice. review, we reviewed Common Rider episodes as they came out, and also talked about Super Sentai as it came out and as we watched it. And That's fun. Uh, now there's four of us. There's four cool guys who have four very different opinions about Tokusatsu. So if you're Sentai interested boys. in that. You're the Sentai Boys, right? Yeah, sure. It's like sure. Trek Boys, but you're Sentai Boys. No, we don't. We don't watch enough Sentai for that. <laughs> oh, Kamen Rider isn't considered like a type of Sentai. No, Sentai is just um, like team is what Sentai means. Oh, okay, so to, to, Toku Toku Katsu Tokusatsu Tokusatsu or Toku as Toku. Uh, people call it. Means, One toku uh, over the line, sweet Jesus. Jesus, um, <laughs> <laughs> you loved it. You loved I that. Come on, super didn't, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you definitely loved it, and it was toku, the best joke tokusatsu of, means of special episode. effects. Uh huh. But it's used specifically in this context to describe uh, children's superhero programming, live action. Uh huh. Uh, although it's not American children stuff, like people get fucking murdered all the time and struggle with the well, idea that they just killed someone. Um, you know, I'm fine with that. Children need to stuff. know that you know it's bad to kill a person. That's writer or club. It's good radio. when you need to. Yeah, that's the lessons. <laughs> the the simple lessons that we have to learn as children. 
Yeah. So, uh, like, like the moral of the story is, killing somebody sometimes is pretty good. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and pretty... disagree with that moral. I want to heavily shill M-Class podcast, though, because if you like Star Trek, even a little, mm-hmm. or if maybe you've just been interested in getting into Star Trek recently, M-Class That's podcast That's how I got is... into M-Class podcast. Yeah. It's the perfect gateway drug into further, heavier, harder Star Trek. Right. And... Uh, the original part of our podcast was going through the movies, which is a great introduction to the series. And now we're doing fun collections that have episodes that have a theme between them. Nice. And there's lots of uh, dick and fart jokes. Which, I mean, is is probably the highest form of humor. Yeah. It's yeah. like sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. Right. But dick and fart jokes is the highest. Yeah, exactly. The highest smoke weed every day of humor. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. (laughs) 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 It's like dead silence. Um, 